1: to another episode of the tooth or dare podcast peeps with your peeps Irene and Katrina what is up gf
2: hey girl hey how are you oh you know live my best life <laughs> yay bow, bow, bow. one of these days one of these days you're going to have to be like i'm not living my best life or just say something completely different altogether like throw me maybe on like you know april fools or something say something different (laughs) that was my that was my
1: halloween laugh that was it
2: Ooh, it is halloweeny tomorrow's halloween what are you gonna do for halloween irene i I, halloween irene halloween
1: i mean peeps are gonna be listening to this on past halloween so i guess i'll just spoiler alert it and say that i'm not really doing anything Uh, I'm working this weekend so I work every other Saturday and Sunday so I've got like a solidly booked schedule for Halloween which is tomorrow and I don't think I'm gonna like hit up the dollar store on my way to work and see if I can like find some cute ears or something so obviously for the gram but it'll be like a a gram photo and then off I'm so sad that I don't know. I mean, so much has changed in the <laughs> la- in the landsc- so much has changed in the landscape of dentistry, Lou agrees. Um <laughs> Do you lose Do you remember, like, do you
2: remember-,
1: do you remember the days when we would like see patients for a full day in costume?
2: Yes, I do. Yes. Like that you can't do that. And then would that. like and then we,
1: like bring our costume home and like go to a party wearing the same costume. Like I I <laughs> remember those that. days. No, what I What is wrong worked, with us? I don't know. I worked in a pedo practice and I wore like a Cinderella costume once and then I like saw little snotty children all day and then mm-hmm. wore my same costume to like an adult Halloween party. I haven't done that. In well, long I have time. some
2: concerns about the fact that you wore the same that you went to an, like an adult costume party and you were like, yeah, what I what I wore for my pediatric office is going to be like cool. Well, like, it I wasn't some like about that for you. It wasn't like a, an
1: inappropriate Cinderella costume. Like it was like that's an actual I mean. Cinder. Why? You think that adults should not wear appropriate costumes to Halloween parties? No, I mean, I know it's no, like the one day that. a year where good girls can be bad girls in in outfit form. But
2: that's true. I will tell you. So, full disclosure. One of my fears. I told you. I told you in our very first podcast episode together that my number one fear is pooping my pants and peeing your pants or but, pooping your pants. Yeah. No, peeing my pants is fine, but pooping my pants is really where I like draw the line. That's it. A brown line in the. But sand, I feel can't like. But
1: I feel like if you were to poop your pants, it would stay put. Whereas if you peed your pants, it would like it would go down your legs, and people would know immediately. I feel like if you pooped your pants, it would take people a little while to realize it was you. Unless you were wearing like white <laughs> pants <laughs> and no underwear, I feel like you've thought
2: about this a little bit. Um, I, I
1: have because you mention it often. So then I wonder, I'm like on a scale it's,
2: of one to ten, I'm would to it, normalize it be worse? it? So that. Someday, if it ever happens, that people are like, oh, yeah, I guess she pooped her pants. Like, it's not a big deal. But no, so my my number one fear is pooping (laughs) my pants in public. The second fear that I have is that everyone's going to be like, come hang out with us. It's a costume party. And then I show up in costume and nobody else is in costume. Like, that's like a nightmare to me. Really?
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like you would just like roll
2: over it like whatever like this is me it's all good. I mean yeah but like in a dental practice when they're like we're all wearing costumes like I will go like all out and then like I don't want to be the only person like wearing roller skates as like a roller disco queen while everybody else (laughs) has like bunny ears on like i'm a mouse you know what i mean like that's embarrassing to me so then then i have to like evaluate like okay so how far down this rabbit hole are we going like what are we doing Mm. um so yeah i i do have some fears around that and so because of that i do kind of hold back on picking out costumes now because of that So i'm a so basically you soul you basically need to know like on a scale of one to ten like
1: how what the level of costume wearing is is it like a one to two where it's like one accessory or two accessories yeah, or is exactly. it a ten like one to where two. it's like you are now embodying a completely different human being and you are right. becoming the roller skate person you are no longer Katrina right. you are now like I don't know Jimi Hendrix's mistress
2: Well, yes, and to even elaborate on that, one of the things that I did want to do, and I actually thought this was, like, kind of appropriate for PPE, although I'm not treating patients tomorrow, um, I want to wear, you know those, like, giant dinosaur costumes? Oh, yeah. Like, the the ginormous dinosaur, like the ones that, like, people pick you up from the airport, and, like, the whole family's, like, in a dinosaur costume? I want to wear one of those so bad. And I think, like with PPE, that that's like—I I mean, almost in the same vein of like the shit I'm already wearing in the OP. So like, I kind of, wa- I kind of wanted to do that, but then I thought, I don't know if I could get away with showing up in a dinosaur costume and performing a surgery. I had a I had a patient so today
1: who came in who was wearing like a a dead or zombie baseball player costume. Obviously, it was oh. a child and their costume was like all torn up and it looked like a regular baseball uniform and there was like a little baseball hat that had a a baseball in it that had like fake blood and stuff it was like a homemade costume and it looked super cute and it had like mud stains and like grass stains all over it so I was a little bit confused whether he just came home from a baseball game (laughs) or if it was a costume and then, then I said something I was like oh is that a costume or did you just come from baseball he's like no it's my Halloween costume I'm like oh yeah Halloween's tomorrow he's like yeah I'm wearing it to school oh, and then yeah. I never get, and it was so sad. He's like, and then I never get to wear it again. <laughs> like, oh my God. Oh. Poor guy. So I wanted to give him some candy, but obviously you can't because it's a dental office yeah. and we don't do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, that okay. was, Irene, I mean,
2: what, what's, what's your favorite costume that you've like ever in your life ever worn?
1: Oh my gosh. Ah. Uh, I don't even. I don't know. You don't know? For for yeah. I um hmm. I was the tooth fairy as a child. Does that count? And I and a couple of a couple of years ago, I made a costume that was the replica of the costume that I wore as a tooth fairy when I was eleven, and then I took the photo that my mom had printed um and put it on a t-shirt so i wore the same costume i made my own little tin foil <laughs> wand i made a tutu i had the same like tights on and then i was wearing this t-shirt of me wearing this t-shirt and then i took a photo of it um sitting oh. on the same like weird looking couch it was like one of those like old school velvet couches mm-hmm. do you remember those old school with the big yes. like ornate armrests yeah yeah so i th- i feel like those, that's are, those one are coming of- back Yeah, I feel like, yeah, they totally are. I mean, I've got this, like, green velvet ottoman that's nine feet wide. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's one of my favorite costumes is the costume of me as a young child. I'll post that on social media if y'all interested. You should. That's so cute. It was cute. It was really cute. Except for my, like, boy mushroom haircut that I had for the better part of, like, five years. My mom used to cut my hair. It was, like, mortifying.
2: Oh, I now I really want to see that photo specifically oh, for the bowl haircut, please. People have please asked. People have it. tagged me.
1: People have tagged me in so many of those like post a glow up. Like you know how they like yeah. I nominate. Yeah. I nominate this person to post a glow up, and I'm like I will never post a glow up because for the better part of my adolescent life, I had a <laughs> mushroom haircut, and you couldn't tell that I was a girl. <laughs> I was so self conscious about it. Oh.
2: That's so good. Well I, I hope that you'll feel confident to share that photo at least on social media. Oh I'll if do that one. That. that one will be good. Okay, good. That'll that'll good. be a good one. I'll do that one. What about you? You're so where good. in the world is Carmen hence San Diego today? At, well, I'm I'm in California today. Um, and I'm gonna be in California all weekend. I'm doing a board prep program. Um, so yeah, no fun like Halloween anything. I'm Nobody's wearing a costume to time. your board prep thing tomorrow? So they do themed days. So today was um, sports themes. And so everybody wore like sports gear and like full disclosure, like I don't like really like do like I don't know sports like the other day. The other day I went out to dinner. (laughs) I don't really like know or do sports. I don't know or do sports. (laughs) The other day I went out to dinner and the person that I was with, I'm like, is there a game going on? And he's like, no, it was the World Series. (laughs) like the Dodgers won the world series like 20 minutes later we're sitting at the bar I'm like oh um, what is happening (laughs) I know I was like, what is that? So I don't do sports. So like, I don't have like a sports like top or anything. So I was like, whatever. I'm just like dressed like a normal teacher. But tomorrow is Halloween. So I'm, and it's like Halloween themed. So I'm going to dress up like, I've got like a little just, it's a superhero shirt with like a cape. So I'm just going to do that because I don't want to like, again, be extra with like a giant dinosaur or anything. And then um, Sunday, they dress, so they do a theme every day. So Sunday, their theme is pajamas. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not like lecturing in pajamas. Like, I don't like want to do that i mean that but could get inappropriate.
1: that could totally be like the the not really i'd wear pajamas. a onesie
2: like zip up that's what i would really wear. it's like a onesie yeah but i, I wouldn't wear like I a negligee can you imagine come out I'm like, with if like if a I... negligee and
1: one of those like mm-hmm. um silk sheer long robes with the like oh, yeah. pink fur
2: around the bottom yes. what movie was that yes. from um
1: I feel like it was a Reese Witherspoon. Was yeah, it, not was legally, it legally Blonde, blonde? it was, like,
2: close. No, it wasn't Legally Blonde. She had the big fluffy one in Legally Blonde. She had a big, a big, like, that.
1: fur around the bottom, and then she had the cuffs that were furred, and there was, like, a fur yeah. thing. Yeah, it was, like, fake fur. It was, like, yeah.
2: whatever, pink. You know, here's my I feel challenge. like you if could I do actually- that. If I wore what I actually wear to sleep, it would just be me in a college t-shirt and no pants. <laughs> me too. I, <laughs> I have this like so oversized was, USA
1: men's shirt yes. that goes down to my knees. It's, I think it's like a
2: mm-hmm. quadruple XL. <laughs> and
1: it's like my That's favorite. What
2: I, one of my favorite, th- in fact, um, well, uh, in fact, we may even be talking about this on this episode, but we uh, the uh, dentist's worms and implants. Yeah, um, guys, they gave oh my me God. a T-shirt. I, I am so impressed that you actually know what episode we're talking about. This is the first time in history. I actually just guessed. I honestly just guessed. <laughs> Seriously, I literally just pulled it out of thin air. But um, I—they gave Ladies me a giant and oversized this is a T-shirt. Moment. <laughs> they gave me an oversized T-shirt um, at Voices of Dentistry, and I wear it to bed. Yeah, no pants. Just wear that to bed.
1: Yeah, I mean. Why wear pants? No pants are the best pants. Yes. I think I did. I bought my USA shirt. Um, I think I was in like Lancaster, Pennsylvania at the airport. And I realized that I forgot to bring a pair of pajamas so I bought it from one of those like newspaper stands, like, you know, oh, at the airport, yeah. they have like those random newspapers and they're like two t-shirts for 14 I'm like, I only need you're one. Like, and one, perfect. one t-shirt was like twelve ninety nine. So you basically get the second one for free. So I just bought yeah. the one and I was like, damn it, I should have bought the second one. I've had that thing for like four years now.
2: It's like, isn't the, that so stupid how those best. t-shirts are like, the- yes, they're everything. I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, anyway, I so now mean. you all know. Now you all know the deep dark secrets of what now you know <laughs> what, what we wear to and that. Sleep in that.
2: <laughs> because I picture you in like a cute like two piece thing from like Victoria's Secret that's all silken, and you like put your hair in like one of those little like hair treatment things. I do like, that too, Chris. I'm putting my mask on, and then you put your mask on, and like <laughs> Lou like spoons up next to you. That's what I picture. Not like oh, a, does, an airport Lou t-shirt.
1: Lou doesn't sleep in bed with us. He's got his own little den, and he sleeps in his den. He's got his own little set up
2: oh okay he doesn't
1: he's not a yeah no he's not a cuddler he likes to cuddle he likes morning cuddles like he'll come out of his den in the morning and they'll jump into bed and they'll like hide under the covers but during the evening he's KO'd in his own little den it's really cute actually and it's kind of nice because I remember my old dog would sleep with me and I don't think I ever really got a good night's sleep there was always like some part of a dog's body kicking me
2: yeah I don't know yeah, how you do it. Speaking from somebody I sleep in a bed with four dogs. <laughs> and they are all the types of dogs where like every inch of their body has to be touching me. So I'm just like an embalmed tomb and there're just like dogs all around me. It it's it I mean that kind of sounds like This happening. is why I'm single, bit. Irene. <laughs> this is <laughs> why <well>. I'm single. <laughs> On date 3, it's like, "So, how do you feel about dogs?" <laughs> how do you feel about dogs <laughs> and moreover all four of them sleeping in bed?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you kidding me. Well, oh, speaking of of I don't I don't know how to tie it into the episode, but hey, you, you figured it out. You figured out what episode we're we're discussing and um shouts to our friend Doctor Randy Hoska. Hoska uh, AKA AKA Chelsea's dad off yes. of um Teen moms, is that right? And first, she teen, started just, with first. First, it no. was preg- sixteen and pregnant. Sixteen and pregnant. And then it was and then teen it,
2: moms too. Okay, no, no, just teen teen mom too, not plural. Oh,
1: it's not. Do you want to say it again? No.
2: Just, just <laughs> teen mom. Teen mom too. It's not teen moms too. You sound like an old person. That's like, what's that band called, The Smash Mouth? And you're like, no. That's not what
1: it's <laughs> Yeah, as you will, as you will hear in the episode, I I love Randy because I know him as a human. And yeah. I never watched the show. So like, please don't slide into my DMS telling me I'm a terrible human being because I don't really watch television at all. I, yeah. I mean, I don't have cable. So he, uh, he, he was, he finds it funny. Like we chat on Instagram he's- all the time and he was like, did you see what happened? And and I'm like, no, man, yes, like,
2: I just love you for you. I don't love you because you're a celebrity. <laughs> But he's also, by the way, like I love this because we in this episode, like obviously, we're gonna talk about like how he he got where he is, and him and Chelsea and all that. But he, you guys, he's like a Midwest dad, and he's just like so sweet. In fact, during the episode, um, when we were recording, Irene um messaged me. You texted me, and you're like, I love him. I'm like, I, I know. Like he just really he do. seriously has like the best heart, and he's just so he's so awesome. Like you just all the feel goods, um, with yeah. him and, um, and, and I'm excited because you're going to see a different side of him than the Chelsea's dad side of him. Um, and it, it's, it, it's a really special episode. I'm, I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, I am I'm too. Excited. I, I'm I'm excited to listen back to it. I find, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Do you find that when you listen back to an episode, you realize like you're learning something more because when we're recording it, oftentimes we're just like so in it and we're in it for you yeah. peeps to like get as much info out of our our interview as possible for you. And then I, I listen back and I'm like, oh, man, like I totally missed over that really awesome moment or that really yeah. awesome part. And we had a lot of those moments. I mean, at one point, I think he was like about to tear up and.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So he sent me a text so today. Uh, he, he sent, sent me, me one, he, too. He, did, I he, d- did he send you the yeah. screenshot? He's like, this is what I couldn't tell you, and I'm so yes. sorry. Did he say that? So I,
2: so I was thinking we should say it in the outro. On the flippity flip. Yeah, we should talk about that on the flippity flip for those because, of you. Because, yeah. yeah. Because he, cause he alludes to it in the app, and I don't want to, like, blah. Yeah, on the flippity flip. We'll talk about it. But um, anywho,
1: can we talk about Halloween for one more moment? Moment. moment so, memory. uno uno momento por, por, por Halloween, por favor. Um, okay. I've had so many patients over the last kind of week leading up to Halloween. I'm obsessed with disclosing agent. Have have we talked about this yet?
2: Yeah. I'm fully
1: aware of your obsession with disclosing agent. My obsession with disclosing agent is real. I've gone through, in 12 weeks of our office being open, I've gone through a full bottle of disclosing agent. and. Wow. I only use like four drops of it per patient because I count how many drops I use because I'm OCD like of that. Of course and you need do. Know, yeah. I need to know how many drops I've used. So I, I have these like, <laughs> I, I bought can't. these. I'm going to, if you want this info, I will share it. But I bought these cool metal shot glasses because I also am very conscious of how much disclosing agent I use, how often and how many of those like disposable Dappen dishes I yeah. was using. So I bought a 20 pack of metal um shot glasses from amazon and i sterilize them in my pouches so that i can like mm. reuse them yeah um so i've had so many patients that have said that like you should do this for halloween like it should be my halloween costume
2: like disclose yourself while while you have plaque on
1: yeah and like their mouth reminds them of like a freddie Krueger movie or like something gross with like blood in it and in my mind i'm constantly thinking like you walk around this with this presence of the stuff in your mouth all the time, but now that you can see right. it, it's like this like revelation. Um,
0: mm-hmm. hmm so amazing.
1: It is. And so that has been kind of life changing for me and before. So in my previous practice, I didn't have a profi jet. Um, and I do have a profi jet in my current operatory that has, um, a Cavatron and ProfiJet in one. It's called the mm-hmm. ProfiJet Plus. Um, mm-hmm. So I was I was hand scaling and polishing like crazy in my previous practice because I didn't have a ProfiJet. And now that I do use a ProfiJet regularly, it is how oh, it's the game most li- It's been the most life changing experience. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So shouts to our peeps at Dent Sirona for oh encouraging gosh. me. No, I have to say for encouraging me to purchase. The Profi jet because I also have a Cavatron 300, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, you should get one of each." I'm like, "No, no, no! I'll just get two. I'll get one. I'll get two Cavatron 300s." So they're like, "No, trust me, you should try it," and I did, and like, I can't go back. Um, yeah,
2: so if you know, those people are- that people that air polish get to that point where they can't go back, and I can. not The patients, the patients love the air polishing. You know, the the patients really feel I, like they get a, a better clean today. from it. I panicked today
1: because I only have three inserts. And I don't oh. take a lunch because I have fallow times. So I have like a 30-minute... Wait, what is minute- a fallow time? Okay. This is another thing that people have been going cray-cray over. So in in Canada, and specifically in my province of Ontario, the... Um, health associations here have identified that aerosols stay in the air for X amount of time after an aerosol generating procedure. And they have created a chart That identifies how much time your operatory needs to remain untouched before you can go in, clean it, and get it ready for the next patient. So that it's like a calculation almost. And you need to know how many exchanges of air your Hmm. operatory or office has. So I have my HVAC system, which exchanges air. HVAC system is standard in in all mm-hmm. practices. It's where your AC comes in and out and your heat. Um, so my HVAC system is new because my office is brand new it, and it exchanges air quite well. I think it's at like 12. Um, it exchanges air at 100% in the operatory 12 times per hour. Times per hour. Mm-hmm. And then I have a um, secondary HEPA filtration system, which is meant for 800 square feet. But because I'm in an enclosed room, it is more efficient. And it also exchanges air eight times per hour. So based on mm. that, if you go down the chart, my fallow time is like 22 minutes. So I leave a 30-minute gap, 22 minutes of fallowing, and then it gives me like, I don't know, five minutes or something to turn my room over.
2: Um, hmm. Where was I going with that? I don't I don't know, but this is really fascinating. You asked me what a fallow
1: time was, and then we talked about, oh, yeah. I don't take a lunch. Oh, okay, so I don't take a lunch. So I see patients all the way through. And, and we, we were freaking trying out. I was freaking out because I only have three ProfiJet inserts. I originally only had one because one comes with your unit, yes. And then I messaged our our friend Alice and Zora on my first week of work. And I was like, I am freaking out. I only have one insert, which means I can only use it for one patient. Then it has to go through the hydrum. Then it has to go through my autoclave. So I don't have it for like a full another patient. And then you can't use it when it's hot. Like you want to let your inserts, even your Cavatron tips, you want to let them cool down before you use them. So I freaked out. I'm like, I need you to send me whatever you can. Because I tried to order them on my Patterson thing. And they were all back ordered. Anyways, today I freaked out that... I saw three patients and then I didn't have one. Hmm. And my assistant was like, no, there's one in your room. I'm like, no, there's not. I've looked everywhere and I was freaking out. This is how obsessed I have become with wow. my ProfiJet.
2: Is, that, is this real life? Is anyone else having this issue? And I, I do. I do. I mean, when I see Profi and maintenance patients, I, I ProfiJet all of them. So I 100% would be in the same freak out mode for sure. I feel like I need one in every
1: single one of my scaling kits.
2: Yeah, you do, you do. I mean, you do. Yes, I feel I feel yes, like you this, do. Is,
1: this is the future, and I mean they're not cheap, but they're it's so much worth it. I've gone through uh, two bottles of bicarb in mm.
2: twelve weeks. That's you great. are using your air polisher, girl. That's awesome. Every
1: single patient, every single patient, except for like little ones, because sometimes it's yeah, they don't like it. But yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a lot. Anywho, yeah. shouts to her peeps at Dental Slice, Shouts Thank you so much out, yeah, saving literally saving my. Body, like it is, yeah, game changing. So, anywho, yeah. Um, Randy Huska, here it is. Randy Huska, Huska. Let's Papa do Husk. it! I'm so
2: excited, Papa. Randy,
1: delicious, Papa, Randy, delicious. We love you. Um, here's the episode, and we will catch you on the flip side. Good, Mr. Like, Randy Huska's in the house. Huska's yes, in a, the house. Celebrity. <laughs> yes. Yay! Oh, oh. Shut the front door. This is I so feel good. Like, hold on. I feel like I'm a Canadian here. Uh, Katrina's the American. We need to get this out, out in the open. I'm sure you know. Like we've 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 met. Uh, can we say that we've met? and We've already hung out. Therefore, we're friends. I
2: would we're friends. So. We're friends, right, Huska?
0: Damn
1: street, right? damn street can call, says. Can we call you Huska? Can we call you Papa call Huska? Huska. Just,
2: just, that's what we've yes. been. By the way, like behind your back, we're like, oh, we're recording with Papa Husk on Monday. Like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call you. Where are you, Minnesota or North? South Dakota. Oh, South Dakota, South Dakota. Okay. Oh, Midwest. Okay. I'm oh, on' Channel. That's right. A you are Midwest, Dad. <sighs> Katrina's so from good.
3: the Midwest too. I remember um, hearing something about her Midwest, Dad.
2: Midwest dads are the best. Yeah,
3: or go to the
0: wall for our kids. That's uh,
2: that is so true. Which I think is a great intro for you because <laughs> you are not simply Randy Huska, but you are also Doctor Randy Huska, and you are also chelsea's dad right uh-huh. that's what people call that's, you chelsea's dad i have it's, so it's many questions oh in Canada? okay it so it is, is in canada
3: because it's, it's, it's worldwide like, it's worldwide actually
2: it is worldwide yeah. a, thank you irene is like okay hit it irene okay
1: let let me tell you let me so i don't have cable i am i am probably one of the weirdest people in the world because i when i have television i watch television and so randy you've got to appreciate that I just started my own dental office from scratch a startup I've, I've heard So for the last 2 years oh you heard hey yeah the last 2 years I've been in planning mode I've been in building mode I've been in organizing mode so I, there. I cut cable mm-hmm. yeah you see so I cut cable about 3 years ago and all I watch is Netflix So we've got like a series of shows on Netflix and that's all I watch. I've got my five shows. And once we get rid of a show, we add another show. That's like the rule for us to stay motivated and to stay positive and, and um, that sort of thing. So I know of you and I know of teen mom and I know of Chelsea, but I haven't watched this whole series unfold. So Truthfully, I love you as a human, not as the celebrity that you are, mm-hmm. which I think should mean a lot more.
3: Well, because... I'll take that. That's probably more of value. <laughs>
1: So, oh, when, so so when funny. we posted that we're interviewing, all of these like floods of messages came in from Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, you get to interview Chelsea's dad, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. That,
3: that is how I'm. known. you could just address me as Chelsea's dad for the rest of the hour.
2: What is okay? Oh, can we just start I from love the beginning? That. That's oh, so sweet. Man. That's seriously so sweet. I does Chelsea know like that you love being called Chelsea's dad?
3: Yeah, oh. and, and to be honest, I have three other daughters. She's the youngest of four.
2: That's right. Mm-hmm. so can we just but let's she's just the take only she's back. the only
3: one part of this
2: gotcha
1: let's take a. let's take a step back to pre-celebrity dad pre-dentist huska let's do like a started from the bottom now we're here sort of situation like what is your story you, you did you always grow up in in dakota did you uh farm live boy work where did you go to school mm-hmm. Like, what, what's your history let's start from like your teen years <laughs>
3: So I'm a farm boy from uh, middle middle of South Dakota, in a town called Mitchell, which uh, world's only corn palace. If you've mm. ever traveled in the Midwest, uh, no dreams of going to dental school or anything. Just uh, just a farm boy. Went to college, got a biology degree, and then uh, didn't know what to do with it. So, you know, so as a senior in college, I talked to had a couple of cousins that are dentists. You know, and I knew I didn't want to go into medicine. I knew I didn't want to go be a food inspector or anything. Um, so they said, well, try this dentist thing. So I applied to one school, Nebraska, got in and there it was.
2: Wait, wait. So are you a corn husker?
3: Um. Oh, yeah.
2: You're oh, OK. OK.
3: So, yeah, I went to Lincoln for dental.
2: Okay, OK. So and then and then I want to take a step back. Were you in um? what's it called? FFA?
3: I was not. My brother was. Oh, I was OK. I grew up on a farm, but uh farming wasn't my passion my dad said yeah you you don't want to be a farmer (laughs) this ain't for you what is
1: what is a corn husker and what is ffa
3: corn husker is a football team university of nebraska corn huskers so it's college team
1: i thought Mm -hmm. it was like physically you're you're the well i think that's they named them off of the corn
2: yes they named and, them probably from that, right? And and yeah. tell tell our audience those those of us who don't know what FFA is.
3: Future Farmers of America.
2: That's right. So I don't even know even, for sure what all my, they did,
3: didn't they? Just like show sheep and stuff like I that, think or they, yeah, learn they to like judge, examined, learn to judge corn.
2: They examined like cow udders to evaluate like the level of milk production one could assume from the cow. I mean, it was like there was a whole thing, right? Where and they were they had jackets. Remember oh, blue. Have those blue blue blazers. jackets? Yeah, the blue blazers with like their state on the back.
3: Yeah, no, I was so not good. That.
2: So okay, so but so you are. I would imagine this. This is a smaller town, Mitchell.
3: oh uh, yes, yeah, twelve. That's no, maybe fifteen thousand.
2: So, I mean, are there a lot of people that get out from your town and and go to the big city to go to college? Is this? I mean, was it kind of just so a natural I trajectory to, for I you? To,
3: I actually went to undergrad at the University of South Dakota which US is US where US I'm US at, US where US I live US now,
2: <clears throat> um, okay. which
3: is a town of 10,000, but it's a, it's a fairly significant school for South Dakota. It's division one sports and stuff like that. So, um, and hey, it's just like any small town, some escape and some don't.
0: There's mm-hmm. some,
3: some mm-hmm. of my friends are, are still there.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. So you yeah. went to yeah. Nebraska for, for dental school?
3: Dental, Yes. A long, long ago. Well, long, <laughs>
1: long ago. Randy well, you you need to know something wait Randy doesn't know what day today is
2: happy oh. birthday Irene Randy, oh just, you do wow. know he like Duh. knows he's like so Randy, in it because he's a midwest dad midwest dad's uh, no I'm old, I I'm old but I, I'm old
3: but I do know my social media uh,
1: Oh my mm-hmm. goodness you're the sweetest so sweet, so sweet? Oh. well today there is no other way that I would rather spend my birthday than recording this episode with you because I feel like you're just one of like I just want to give you a big hug that's how yeah. I- virtual
3: hugs.
0: Uh,
1: oh virtual, Aww, virtual hugs. So hugs. okay so you graduated you 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 and you stayed you didn't go back home did you open up a practice right away what was your, i bought like, i bought
3: a like- dental i bought a dental practice that would had start so i graduated in 1989 long long ago and i bought a practice that had been in uh, place since 1962 hmm. and then okay. uh so i still i mean that's i Are you sink still or the swim same practice yep sink or swim i've been at the same place for 31 years i built a new wow. building and you know so it's yeah. not but i still have some patients that still have some oh. of those old paper charts from oh yeah you know it says <laughs> exam like exam yeah exam yep, two dollars yep. pulled <laughs> two five dollars no uh-huh
2: that's amazing so cool. that's wow really cool. that's How i funny. just
3: actually i just did a bridge on a lady who is one of them and uh, she's 95. wow <laughs> she was, uh, number six, I think Moody. I Moody, wish, get down on me said if I set I'm... a bridge.
2: Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't say that because Moody's going to be listening. We're
1: coming
2: for you, Justin Titanium. Moody. Titanium.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I have I have a pickle with Justin Moody. I've got a bone to pick with him because of the eighty-five percent of uh, Voices of Dentistry I remember not very much of it. Yeah,
2: I don't either. Because, that was all Moody's fault. Justin
1: Moody. Yeah.
2: So Unfortunately,
1: we, our booth was right across from his booth recording. Was, and anytime he saw us on the you mic. You were there
2: quite a bit, yes. You you witnessed this. You, you were part of it. Sabotage. So the audience needs <laughs> to know that's how we met. We <laughs> yeah. all met yeah. at all. Yeah. VOD. And our booth happened to be like, we just thought like, do, 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 do. Like, like Irene, to this corner. R- Yeah, but Irene did this really beautiful job of putting together this adorable um, tablecloth that was like, put wine glass here. But actually what it should have said was put fireball shot here because that's really what was going on. And we for whatever reason, like I, I all the photos I have of VOD are just pictures of Moody with like handfuls of shot glasses full of like just walking around and giving them to people. We were 100% like in the splash zone of all of that. So it was, yeah. a, it was a hot well, mess. We
1: were the newbies. We were the newbies. We were the newbies, yeah. The two, we were two newbies. We were the ones who were the most eager. We were recording nonstop. Yeah, we were. So they were like, we're going to get those girls. Well, okay. we, and, It's the best and, meeting.
3: I love that meeting. It is and a no, great I'm meeting. Gonna, I'm so, gonna, I'm so I'm sad it. that it
1: got, I know. it got canceled this year.
2: Sad. Alan
1: Mead, if you're listening to this while you're cleaning your toilets or mi- milking your goats or... Or mucking the stalls, we're very disappointed. We're very disappointed. I got
0: disappointed. my
3: Alan Moody sexy earphone types on.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You do oh, look man, like look
1: a. You. you look like you're <laughs> like ready to meed. like narrate a football game. Better Start job. we This is what we do. Unfortunately, we, I don't we get a bit derailed. We have as many listeners as we do. We we do the back and the forth and the banter. Um, so this is started this is, a practice 31 started, years. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then did you you had children? You had four girls? Did you four have daughters? Children while you were practicing through your thirty-one years. What's the what's the timeline on babies?
3: Okay, so uh I married my first wife, uh in dental school and she had two daughters that I adopted. Um oh. so we had those two. Then we had another one uh would have been my junior year of dental school.
1: Wow. Oh wow okay
3: got wow. out I think Chelsea was born in nineteen ninety one so we were two years out. So that was enough of that. <laughs> kid, wow kid wise so
1: it's chelsea chelsea's the last
3: correct she's the baby uh, she's
2: she's the baby
1: and how how did you you have to forgive me and my lack of that's of fine people and my
2: lack of i, I, I
3: mean, don't expect Trita's, everyone to know our story
2: i know no, everything i watched team mom too this like is, this is the this is she needs a little
1: arrow above her head that says, I know everything, ask me questions. And then there <laughs> needs to be a little arrow above my head that says, I am oblivious, please teach me more. Just, like a, that, blank. That just is, a blank
3: cloud.
2: Yeah,
1: just <laughs> like a little-
2: <laughs> Like a question mark, like and I'm, and I'm
1: fascinated. I'm fascinated. I want to know uh, kind of like Cole's nose. And I'm sure there are people that are listening perhaps that are living under the same rock that I live under. Um, tell me about, tell me about the whole- TV show Teen Mom One, so Teen Mom How, 2. how it
3: hooked, how it started?
1: Teen Mom yeah, Two, Irene Two. Okay, yep. so there's so a it's, Teen it's, Mom it's, One though. Obviously there's it was, a Teen but mom it, one. it
3: actually all started with a sixteen and pregnant,
1: mm-hmm.
3: which was a documentary. Okay. So I was recently divorced, and my younger two daughters were living with me. The older two were old enough to be out of the house, and uh you know, you, it just things get away from me. Anyway, one day Chelsea comes, and says, "Dad, I'm pregnant."
1: How old you know, was so,
3: she when she said she was pregnant? Let's see. She was 17. when she's So she might've been 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> might've been 17. I don't know. She was a junior. Anyway. That what was age. your,
2: what was your reaction? She says you're, you're a Midwest <laughs> dad. Like I'm, so, yeah. I'm pregnant dad. Like, and, and you're in this town where like, I can imagine. Cause I grew up in a town like that. Like, yeah. what's your reaction? So I'm a, I'm a pretty
3: chill guy. Um, I can tell. So yeah. obviously I don't flip out about it or anything you know it's just like obviously we can make this work with no problem as far as you have a place to stay financially you're not gonna you know and whatever had a huge house so she could have a whole basically had a whole floor to herself and uh so you know she definitely wanted to keep the baby and and raise it and as did we so so that's just the direction we went and uh and So we just accepted it. Um, And then about three weeks later, she uh, came to me and said, hey, there's a show on MTV called 16 and Pregnant. It's a documentary about 16 and Pregnant. So
1: she wanted wanted to go on the TV
2: show.
3: Well, yeah, you know, you're at that age, you know. That's a big deal back then. And, of course, you know, I'm like, okay, knock yourself out. You know, like, what's the odds? (laughs) So we put together a little video or whatever and uh, send it in. And uh, then three weeks later, I'm talking to MTV producers and figuring wow. stuff out.
2: I have goosebumps. So, but so the what first year one, was <laughs> this. So we're two thousand nine. Wow, two thousand
1: nine. So, so wow. Okay, that, it's been a long time of television shows. Eleven
3: that... years. Yeah. So it was 60. and I'm pregnant. It was a one-hour documentary. So 44 minutes of of filming, and they actually did. It was done as a documentary um you know they followed her around to school and this and that and it was very it was pretty raw um
0: Hmm.
3: it was quite raw as a matter of fact and and a lot of it dealing you know her her story every every kid that was in this has some sort of story you know and all of them are different her story i think was basically you know kind of an upper class daddy's girl who got pregnant and because it you know, it happens at every level, socioeconomic race, religion, whatever, you know. So uh right. so that and so that was her story. And uh she had just a dickhead for a boyfriend. Um and mm-hmm. uh, that was a huge part of the story.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And uh so we did the one hour documentary and it aired with some friends over and watched it and we thought it was a done deal. And uh then they came up with a, a spin off. They did from the first season of 16 and Pregnant, they did Teen Mom, and then from the second season, they did Teen Mom Two, which is four girls doing a 12 episode, just like any other TV series. So each girl gets a fourth of the show, and it's just a Mm -hmm. continuous story.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and
1: what was that like for you? Seeing, I mean. My father thinks that he knows everything about me and, and then you know there's there are little little pieces of the story that come out and uh, pieces of the puzzle that get put together and I'm sure that's no different than you and your daughter, how, sure. how was that How is hearing Chelsea's story. And then so, of course on the media side, I'm sure they spun a lot of stuff too. How did that? Work? Yeah, of
3: course they do, put all the and then when they when they produce it, they put all the music and the right. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, so for us, and I I can't say this for all the other girls that have been on the show or the series. Um, it was probably a best case scenario for her. Uh, it actually, kind of forced her to confront some demons um, because it said oh. you have to talk to your dad for this, and we have to film it you know about whatever no. <clears throat> whether it's dealing with the, the father dealing with child support dealing with troubles dealing with school obviously she's still in mm-hmm. high school um you know so it really forced her to confront a lot of demons and it probably forced me to address stuff i'm pretty good at, we're both non-confrontational so uh, oh, you yeah. know we're like okay hey, see ya <laughs> yeah, go school so it uh, really forced us and uh you know two thousand and nine was a big year for us. I mean, I had two other daughters. my older daughters got married. I got married. we built a house, and this all started so two thousand nine was a blur mm-hmm.
0: but Sounds uh like a
3: busy so,
0: year.
3: Yeah. and you know we we also got to see a lot of the the evils of social media and i mean the the, the anonymous keyboard warriors are vicious sure and uh
1: how do you deal with that how do you how did you deal with as a father how do you deal with people saying things that and i don't know what they said like i i i i just wonder i'm sure uh, it, people say the, imagine the worst. to me yeah,
3: yeah. and just i imagine 20, the worst you know?
1: followers like how did how did they how did you deal with that
3: so you you know i I mean, first, she had to learn to deal with it by not getting on social media much or not reading comments. Um, you know, post your stuff and then let it go. Um, that's a big part of it, you know, and as parents, my wife and I, you know, we, you know you, you want to try to protect, but you, you know you, you can't really protect. you have to just teach her how to deal with it because we can't protect her from it. Social media yeah. is out there, and it's not going anywhere. So Mm -hmm. basically, she really learned how to not I mean, still, sometimes she'll 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 send me a Reddit comment that Reddit's worst. Reddit is by Mm -hmm. far the worst. Mm -hmm. I don't care what Joshua
2: Austin says. (laughs) Josh, who cares what Dr. Austin
1: says? Get out of here with that.
3: Him and his Reddit (laughs) addiction.
1: Reddit (laughs) is the best place on Earth. Is that really what he thinks? That's what he He's thinks. He's so funny. Yeah, he, think, he thinks that it's the best, That he, he, and I, and I quote him when he once said to me that he finds that he spends more time on Reddit, better used time on Reddit than on Facebook. Hmm. And I mean, Facebook is no better, but. I don't know yeah. how
2: he does it. It's, it's
1: like,
3: a lot more anonymous on Reddit, so it's a lot more vicious. Mm-hmm.
2: A lot, a lot right. easier for people to say that. So I guess I'm so many of us that are. You had to go through that. That's yeah. That is really it, yeah. it's well, hard. And the,
3: it's, the thing it's, is, we didn't have to go through that. You know, we chose no,
2: to. no, so. but, but sure. You, but you had still. to go through
1: it inadvertently oh. because people are mean and people people don't realize that behind the TV shows, there are real human they're beings people, sure. yeah. and lives and voices and souls and, and children that get in hurt. this case. And right. Children.
2: Yes. So, uh, you know, people want to know, I think w- with a lot of these reality shows, how much of this is reality? How much of this is scripted scripted or the producer saying like, okay, Chelsea, now you need to get in a fight with your dad about Aubrey oh. and the, you know what I mean? Like, so, like, so yeah. How much of that is and, – and were things – and this is kind of the second layer of the question. Were things different when the cameras got shut off or when, when they would leave for the day? You know what I mean?
3: The, the question about scripted and reality always comes along. And the best way I can describe it is we had a story to tell in 12 episodes. 12 episodes, each mm-hmm. one of the girls gets 11 minutes per episode. So you've got wow. – you, you have to have your story and we all have our lives that was the story so there was no there's nothing thrown in to change the story but we had to cover the story so let's say uh let's say something happened when uh the camera crew wasn't there so the camera crew doesn't stay there they all come from new york and it's about eight yeah. people
2: so, so and they, what does that look like can we well, walk through the day so like okay, they're not there all the time, time. Yep. okay no. so yeah they'll come. this is like crazy
3: they'll come for about three weeks now this all changed with the COVID, but uh, they would come for about three weeks, and I'd uh, be a group of I don't know six to eight people, and sound guys, producer guys, camera guys, um, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, I love Kevin.
1: Camera guys, this... and then Kevin. <laughs>
3: Kevin was the security guy. Anytime Kevin. they were filming, they had to have security and kevin is this basically has known aubrey from before she was born he's the only one i think maybe some of the others have been with her her whole life so they send this group for probably four days and they got our story to tell and they'll say aubrey's going to preschool aubrey's doing this and they'll say chelsea um you never covered or something about maybe child support so can you and your dad have lunch and we'll film it just talking about child support because Mm -hmm. we have this hole in our story because we started something mm-hmm. about child support three episodes ago, and now we have a void. So they would do that, but they would never say, you That's know, you crazy. have to.
1: They kept they kept track of it. Like, hey, mm-hmm. three episodes ago, you spoke about child support, and now, you know, we're three episodes later. You forgot to talk about this. Like, it's crazy that yeah that there's, yeah.
3: And there was never, you know, there's never real acting other than maybe something happened and they didn't get what was said recorded. So maybe you would repeat it, you know, that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, it was, it was all part of her life. There was nothing that wasn't.
1: How do you so, feel about your life being so public? And like, like you said, you know, this will end eventually. Um, how do you feel about that? That, you know, the last 11 years just an being so term. public.
3: Yeah. And for her, it, uh, has been a great launching pad for a career that yeah. if if she just had become a single mother and went to beauty school or whatever, she would have had her struggles. Um, but now, I mean, obviously MTV is a fairly lucrative contract for her
0: Right.
3: and sure. uh, she's branching off into a lot of fashions and things like that. Um, so I don't know if, if you don't follow her, you should
1: i do mm-hmm. i do follow yeah. her i do now yeah so and, I, and I was before before a recording i was watching youtube videos and they're like fascinating but i i didn't have the time to like dive into them damn why didn't i watch these yesterday or the day before mostly because <laughs> so... it was my birthday weekend and i was busy,
2: she was hungover but, um, uh oh busy oh busy is what we're going <laughs> with okay um and and i but, will say that as somebody who watched well, this series as it was happening Chelsea's story was very interesting because we, yes, there were layers to what happened in her story. But one thing that was so unique about her story is that her energy is very similar to yours in that she just she didn't escalate like some of the other women did on the episodes. she you know, she you had kind
3: of control what you put on film
2: oh i'm and i'm I'm sure I'm <laughs> sure of that, but. It I, seemed I, like the other girls, like they, you know, they would just like, you know, um, they were very and explosive and be very and Chelsea, dramatic. Th- yes. And Chelsea seemed more calculated and more like these are the steps like this is this. I, this happened and. And, and that's the way we are. The sky. And yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you saw that throughout the series, I think.
3: Sure. And, you know, and she once once we were in it a couple of years she started then by she i mean we kind of decided that you know you you choose what you're going to put out there you choose mm-hmm. yeah uh what how do i say that you just you know you choose your image that you want to yeah. portray and her that is her image and it's not to say that she never didn't flip out about something but that's the image you want to have do you want the image of being on tv flipping out I, yeah. I guess some do, some don't, but, uh, w- really we're pretty chill.
2: So now, and then, now does she get people that have been, and that are now saying like, I'm 16 and I'm pregnant. And do you have any advice for me? Do you get fathers that are like, Hey, like I need help. I mean, do do you get people reaching out, looking to you as kind of a support? That's a good question. Beacon. Good
3: question. Um, yeah, a lot.
1: How do you, how do you deal with that? I know it's hard to answer uh, everyone's questions. Yeah, you, can, time. you
3: can't. So you give generalized advice, you know, whether it's, I mean, part of my existence on social media is a smart ass. Um, <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I'm kind of good at no. that.
3: You but are good at that. No.
0: <laughs>
3: but on, but on Twitter, sometimes I'll, go the serious route and say, you know, you, you know, you girls, you gotta, you gotta learn to love yourselves before you go searching out for
0: Mm -hmm.
3: driving baby, new baby daddies every six months. And, you know, you gotta, you gotta set your priorities. You gotta love yourself before you go looking for another man because your first baby daddy left you, you and baby, you can get along just fine without somebody for a while till you figure shit out, you know, and stuff like that.
2: That's such great advice. I love that i do like, isn't it, that it, I, I like it's not amazing like you do yeah it is true it's, pretty amazing. it's really amazing um yeah. I, I don't
1: think my if i would have gotten pregnant when i was a teen i don't think my father or mother would have been as
2: mine wouldn't have supportive. I yeah mean, no
1: we know my history i grew up in a communist country so it was just oh
2: yeah you, you just, it just
1: doesn't happen you also become a lawyer or a doctor or a failure like those are the three things. three,
2: three options sure so i <laughs> and, just
1: those are know, three options yeah
3: and i would get i, like... I would get criticized a lot because of well, oh yeah you know she's spoiled she's a daddy's girl she's spoiled i'm like okay if i have the means to not have to have her live out on the streets, so why would i have her live right. out? right right you know right. It, she didn't live in luxury she didn't live with me after the first year yeah you know? she
2: worked hard and
3: then and by that time after she's been in a few years, she could afford her own stuff. So so really you know, I helped her out the first year or so. But after that, you know, so uh I bet people say, Oh, he's spoiled. I was like really, you want me to just kick him out to the curb? Is that gonna be- benefit that child any? That baby? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's not. No. So,
2: did did you ever get criticized because of your um your acceptance of it? Versus, like, did did you ever get criticized that people wanted you to be angry, An upset? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, did did uh, people say anything?
3: Nah, they probably did. I don't remember it. That would okay. be something that would that would uh, not <laughs> stick in my head.
2: It's interesting because I feel like there was a time. When MTV was doing shows like this, 16 and pregnant, teen mom, teen mom, two, all of these shows that there was, there was a lot of concentration around the conversation of this Mm -hmm. that I almost feel like even now, what 11 years later, we're kind of in this new age where people are not like as fascinated by it anymore because it's become something where
3: so common. Uh,
2: yeah, or MTV because of how they publicized it that they worked to normalize it in a way. I mean, there was a point in time like during like Laura Ingalls Wilder time when like teen pregnancy was a totally normal thing, obviously, cuz I think your like life expectancy was like 32. So, yeah. technically Irene and I would be dead by now. <laughs> but, you know, be I think long gone. It, but yeah. I think, you know, do, do you feel like there's now been a little bit of a shift where there it almost kind of matured the concept of teen pregnancy? Was it was it MTV's goal to create these channels where it, it let people know, like, it's okay, you can do this? Or did they want to expose? I mean, what what, what was the, no, the dynamic around uh,
3: that? I, I don't think it would be to accept it and have it become the norm, I think. The goal is, and still is, showing that young relationships seldom work,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, and young relationships with a child are incredibly difficult, mm-hmm. and that it's something that's very, basically, it's very easy to prevent, um, mm-hmm. and it just, it still shows the hardships, and with these, with these other families, and you know, certainly Chelsea had her hardships, but some of them, I, I really feel for these young young families because even yeah. if they even if they want it to work, you know, there's no maturity level to and there's always the unicorns that get through it and do great. Um but in general it that's a tough road and and it really shows it being a tough road. It's still MTV's number one show. Bomb mm-hmm. two is
1: mm-hmm. how how often would you say you so you said that each girl gets about eleven minutes per episode. So what does that give Papa Hoosk per episode?
3: Really, anymore? I'm only on it about five, six times a season. But in the beginning, okay. she lived with me yeah. and everything. Yeah, so you were
1: there all the time.
3: All the time. But now she's married. She has. Yes. She's pregnant with her fourth child. They have their own spot. Yes. It's an hour away. Um. So you know.
2: I have to tell you, because we're going to kind of bridge into dentistry now, that the first time that I saw you outside of Teen Mom 2 was actually, I went to uh, undergrad at the University of Minnesota. And one of my friends was at the Star of the North and you happened to have been there. So there was like a, it was a a host sighting, And she like did one of those, like she took a selfie. (laughs) She she took a selfie, but like you were in the background, like getting a hot dog (laughs) or something, you know? And she goes, she's like, Chelsea's dad is here. This is like on Facebook, like years ago. And I'm like, what? So, um so we knew that you were like amongst the masses. So here you are. Um, One of the things that I think is so exciting about the things that you're doing in dentistry right now is you work with Moody and um, Dr. Moran Farr and like that whole group at, um, is it called Implant Pathways? Implant Pathway. Okay. So tell us a little bit about like what that is. You come down to the beautiful state of Arizona and, um, and you, you help people. So tell us a little bit about what that's like.
3: So Moody and I just that was a serendipitous thing. He lived in South Dakota at the time, but he was on the other end in the Black Hills and uh, he had just started his podcast um uh Dennis implants and worms.
2: Dennis worms. implants and worms. I know that because I have a t-shirt and I have glasses. shot glasses. <laughs> that was
3: probably a fireball spilled on it.
2: That's exactly.
3: And, <laughs> and uh they were trying to find guests because this was you know there was only four podcasts at the time you know Mark uh Takis uh hacks and this one mm-hmm. so so they they googled famous dentists in South Dakota mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they say well gosh here's this dentist in vermilion with damn near half a million Twitter followers. What the hell's the story there? So he just reached out and he said You want to be on this podcast? I said yeah, sure I'd I'd never listened to a podcast in my life. So this would have been about 2017 ish. Yeah. Somewhere around there. And uh, so, yeah, sure. And uh, so we did that. And (laughs) it's funny because on the podcast, of course he knew nothing about the show. One of the other guys on there, his wife was a big fan. Um, So that's where he's getting his information. And uh, I, he asked talking about questions. I said something about the, of that if the show ends chelsea was just fine so mm-hmm. somehow or never that got picked up by like tmz perez hilton's and chelsea's dad says she's quitting <laughs> you know
0: uh-huh.
3: what when... Interesting. so anyway so moody got that was like his most downloaded episode ever because it was on on a, a random podcast no and they put a link on tmz and on uh, Perez Hilton. so anyway then i oh, went no. out there to, and hung out with him what, for a weekend what and, can
2: we get you to i say know i was gonna say what can what can we get you to say
3: oh i do have something but <laughs> you I'd say something
2: dead? like ridiculous you like do KMG have something Lord. but you'd be dead what there is something okay <laughs> irene no i'm sure there is
1: <laughs> and i also wonder about the contract negotiations between you guys and mtv and like what you can say what you can't say oh, like there's got to be some there's restrictions stuff. yeah I'm surprised yep. that you can even record with us. I, I recorded with a girl I, that was technically
3: on- I was supposed technically I was supposed to get permission.
0: Oh yeah. no. We,
1: we, <gasps> I recorded with a girl from that was on The Bachelor and she had to have someone from their legal team be on the actual episode. Yeah. And we I was had to, to, to that submit too. the I, final episode.
3: <laughs> so no, Chelsea's big news is this year she's pregnant, gonna have a baby in February.
2: So that'll be her.
1: Do You yes! know what it is? Is it a boy yeah. or a girl? Do we a know? Girl
2: you girl. just you guys oh, love girls in your family that's yeah, awesome oh. <laughs> so. well that's congratulations I do know that the
3: name and I'd be Congrats. she would absolutely kill you if I told you the name so
2: oh okay <gasps> all right Can well we then we, guess? we would you tell us if we guessed
3: absolutely like, never would you guess but no and, and no, no I wouldn't mm. so
2: no he would yeah no, yeah, yeah he wouldn't so back so to moody. Oh, the, so anyway moody. I got back to moody how many times do you start a sentence with that back to moody by the way <laughs> so i just got
3: to got started this implant pathway and you know and i was getting i was about 25 26 27 years into dentistry i was getting bored you know so i said well that's i gotta i get up my game i got to start learning some stuff so uh so i took his course and everything and then uh when he had his live, so he's i mean i was taking his course as he was building his course mm. so when he did his live surgery um course down in arizona it wasn't even when I took the, the classroom portion, the live surgery clinic had not even been built yet. And so oh. I flew down there <laughs> for his opening day of his surgery, <laughs> surgery sessions, you know, and that was cool because Henry Schein was, putting the chairs in at 3 a.m for oh, 8 good. o'clock patients it was it was love
2: a that wow. nothing it like an sh- opening night yep. another a, opening another, another show
3: it, it was a shit show <laughs> but at eight o'clock everything worked and it was awesome wow. and uh and i just i mean i'm just good friends with him so i go there a bunch and uh and just kind of help out i try to try to promote his stuff a little bit for him if i can um you know we've got it's just amazing the people you help down there it's it's a blast
2: So tell us about the people that you help. So for people that don't know about what this, what this clinic is, what it does, tell us a little bit about what you do, how you serve that population. So
3: implant pathway, there's two different things. There's new horizon dental center and implant pathway. Mm -hmm. New horizon dental center is a nonprofit dental office, um, that treats, um, low income, uh, maybe sliding scale or, uh, um, even the work, working poor, people that can't afford, I mean, their where, fees.
1: Where is this?
3: In Tempe, Arizona.
1: In Tempe, Arizona, okay.
3: And uh, so that office, so first of all, it's nonprofit. So, I mean, it pays for itself in a certain extent because you're charging, but instead of charging $1,500 for a crown, you charge maybe 800 for a crown. You know, it's it's low, low uh, fees. Wow. And then the patients are screened. For patients that can be used in the implant pathway portion of it, where dentists pay to come and learn to do surgery.
1: Oh, I see. So,
3: and and that's not cheap, you know, I think, yeah, uh, yeah, what what is it? Six, six, twelve, umpteen thousand, seventeen. I think it's seventeen thousand for the entire pathway. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they're paying big bucks to come down here and learn. Um, So patients are screened. In the New Horizon Dental Clinic, and they say, "Well, you know what? You're missing these teeth. We can get you over here, and you'll get free dental implants that you know more than likely you could never afford." Um, And but it's not restricted to that either. I mean, sometimes if they have what you need, you take them regardless of anything. Um, Often they'll have to pay for the restoration. So if it's an overdenture or a crown, they may have to pay for the crown. But still, it's a low cost. It's not. uh, It's not you know uh high-end dental clinic and um so the money comes from there there's a lot of donations um henry shine bio horizons acteon oh god meisinger i'm gonna forget someone damn it all these places donate everything all the implants all the supplies all the the burrs the so you know so that certainly helps a ton and uh, I'm on the board of the nonprofit. So that's kinda of how I'm got my fingers in there also trying to help out with that. So and uh it just really took off. So so I try to go down there a couple three, four times a year. Especially nice. in like January and February.
2: That's, <laughs> that's that's the time to leave South Dakota and come down to Phoenix, right?
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: So um are you said there it's staffed by Educators and then doctors that are learning to deliver these cases, right? Yeah,
3: yeah. They have every so the see. Let's see. I think there's eight, eight or nine treatment rooms. So there's a mentor for each room, and so each the dentists that come say there's six, seven, seven. So there's two per room, and they'll Mm -hmm. these people will stay with that partner the whole time, but they'll Mm -hmm. get a different mentor every morning or afternoon session. So Mm -hmm. and these mentors. know what they're doing.
2: And then you have assistants as well that are working in that clinic. I've seen, I've seen videos of you guys sure. in the clinic. So are these assistants like employees of the, the assistants
3: are from the new horizon dental clinic?
2: Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So
3: Cause it used to be all in that clinic and then he just built a new surgical suite. So yeah, it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's growing.
2: It's incredible the things yeah. that you're you're doing. So and I, I feel like the the clientele that come in, a lot of these individuals are, you know, heavily edentulous and there's a lot of life changing work that oh, happens. They're,
3: they're eternally grateful. You know. It really
2: is amazing. It really and, is.
3: And and, and yeah. Whether or not there's other places like that in the country, I don't know. Arizona's unique in that they have the Good Samaritan license. So mm-hmm. you can basically for nothing get a license to do Good Samaritan dental work as um, long as you don't Wait, charge what? for it. What
1: does it. that mean? Yeah. What does that
3: mean? So I can get a license for, for to, to do dentistry for 14 days over two years um, in Arizona.
1: So you as don't long have to as write the state, you don't have to write the state board or pay the dues.
3: No, it's just 14 days, as long as what you're doing is a is a charity nonprofit. Huh?
1: Um, wow, that's remarkable. So mm-hmm.
3: uh, that works. That that's why a lot Arizona is have that. None. I mean, no. Well, not none, but not very many. I don't know of any no. others. So that's why it works so well in Arizona.
2: It really, it really, it's incredible what you're doing it, and, it, and it is life-changing for, well, for the individuals it, it, that are part of it.
3: Albeit, this is not me doing, it, it's Moody's, but I'm just, I'm just long for the ride.
2: Well, it's, it's yeah, incredible. I mean, you've got to have a really
1: good heart to be able to donate your time. And from, from the sounds of it, you're, you're a busy guy. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think well, that it's something I've been in this long enough for. that I
3: don't mind taking some weekends off now
1: yeah no I mean you you're to. you're doing it for the right reasons and that's that's really admirable I do I mean, it for it, I just it really do it is. for
3: free fireball
1: there, <laughs>
2: there you go yeah <laughs> this is so awesome so what's what's next for Papa Hoosk like you have got Papa all these moves. things going on like where where are you know. going next what's what's what the hap haps what's where, so where are we at two
3: times two times I've I've actually did some public speaking. One was with Debbie Z. Our, I of our told our story, just like I told you guys a little bit ago. But then I then we got into the abuse and the gaslighting and all this type of stuff. And and what I was trying to link it to was how, how we in dentistry can help identify and help these victims.
1: How do you how do you have that conversation for the first time? So I, I'm, easy. I'm, a new, I'm a new business owner and Um, It's
0: patient. You know, patient
1: comes in and I take X-rays and I see that she's got pins in her jaw. Yeah. So I ask the question, "How did you have pins in your jaw?" And it's like a silent stare, no answer. And I don't know what that's like because I've never had that happen to me. Yeah, it's it's not easy. I'm not. How do I do that?
3: Yeah, play it by ear a little bit, and you. I mean, I've only had to deal with it. I mean. Just by law, law of averages you know i've seen it a lot over the years and, and didn't even recognize it um, so it's not obvious um, but you uh, basically you open up a conversation, and if I had my sheet, I would remember all this stuff you can you know but uh you just open up a conversation and say, you know is there anything you know can we help you yeah. um it's a hard question to ask is someone hurting you?
2: but this is, this is how you get to the root of like what it is that we do. Like as hygienists, like we're not just tooth cleaners. We are people that can sit in a safe space and allow patients to have that conversation. And you're right. It it is a hard conversation to breach. You have to be trustworthy. You have to, you have to let that patient know, like I care, I'm here for you. Like if there's something that we can do to help make sure that you're safe, like we will do those things, whatever that looks like. That's cool. All right, let's talk about let's talk about
1: your social media a little bit. Yes, just a little bit. I want to hear a little bit about your SM. Uh, I want to hear about. You said you have half a million followers on Twitter. Is that correct?
3: Twitter, and then I just like three hundred fifty thousand on Instagram. Not as much. So
2: that's it. Yeah, not that much. Just this it. Just well, but i don't really, so i, I don't hit three thousand this, this weekend i, mean, I was I like yay it's 3, not 000. it's
3: not dental i'll put some dental stuff on i'll do some live surgery and yeah then I'll it's lose, all I,
1: personal stuff
3: i lose yeah. three thousand followers anytime i do surgery on there so
1: no way really funny.
3: some people apparently don't like to open up their they instagram like and, blood and guts. no
1: i i lose followers when i post my husband on my instagram <laughs> what i do every time we and it was like clockwork this weekend i told my husband and my friends that were here for my birthday i said as soon as i post a picture of my husband on my instagram i'm gonna lose like 100 to 200 followers within the hour and they were like (laughs) no no and lo and behold posted of my husband and like 192 people unfollowed me 192 i like
0: that she knows (laughs) I
2: i think she tracks that yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> we did we i set a timer for an hour from now from the moment that i posted I'm like let's just watch in one hour how many people unfollow me and it was 192 people so. but it's interesting that you loo- you lose people for the thing that you do for
3: certain sur- well sir amazingly i'm sure well, if surgery, i did like yeah it, you, i'm sure if i did the... cool before and afters of veneers or something i wouldn't lose right you got someone the, filleted the, open, open pathways, from curiosity. yeah you guys
2: i was watching us was was it on your page where somebody where an implant was lost in the sinus and so you did a lateral wall and this guy's just got and somebody just like went in with a cotton flyer was that moody Moody? yeah i was i was like whoa i mean it's it's that's that's some that's the real deal right there yeah it was it was pretty pretty cool cool. not for the guy
1: that lost let lost part of his sinus though
3: Hey, It'll grow. No, they, no, the
2: secret. patient was actually really excited when it came out. Like
3: the <laughs> high five. The patient
2: was just like, "Yeah, no oh yeah, he did. yeah." He was, really, he was really excited.
3: There's no, no sedation curious. there, by the way.
2: That's no, amazing. Really, I, I can't imagine having because you do sinus lifts. I, 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 by the way, like if I ever needed a sinus lift, like you're sedating me, like for four days like wake me up
3: <laughs> it, it does seem <laughs> well, a little aggressive
0: i
2: just we healthy and after. Tongue, we're good yeah <laughs> i just need to be sedated um i can't that's amazing that you guys do that really wow it's fun yeah well papa husk we're we're
1: unfortunately we could talk forever but we're at that we're at that time we're at that that one hour mark and this is, well, I'm it. sad that we have to I'm sad that we unfortunately have to call this evening a night. Um, thank you for being here. We, oh, we appreciate it. We'll it I love learning more time. about you. Um, so so we do this thing we're called the Tooth or Dare podcast for a reason. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you saw it at Voices of Dentistry. Um, Katrina and I do a visually impaired version of rock, paper, scissors. Mm-hmm. And whoever loses goes up mm-hmm. against you. You get to choose whether you accept a tooth or a dare or if you dish out a tooth and a dare or a dare so katrina and I are going to do our rock paper scissors you ready girlfriend in the meantime the rest of you guys need to follow us on instagram you can follow me irene at toothlife.irene you can follow katrina at the dental wine genus she is the one and only dental hygienist I'm the, only, the one and, and only <laughs> the one and only papa who? where can they find you on on social media
3: at papa, at papa randalicious
1: papa.
2: papa randalicious now it makes papa okay i get I, it i was yes. like paper i did not make up that no name. Oh, it's Papa. Okay. that's why I, mean, I call him Papa Hoosk. Yeah. Now it all makes okay. That would I'm have been
3: easier it. to explain <laughs> than Randelicious part of it, but that's long. I
1: love it. Oh, follow so follow him at Papa Randelicious and we'll link a bunch of different resources below. Papa Randelicious has been on a series of podcasts and he's got some really cool things that he's done. So check out the show notes below to learn a little bit more about him as a human and also him as a clinician and he's a badass clinician at yeah, that. Yes, Katrina. You ready, girlfriend? Okay, I'm ready. Pa- Papa Randallicious, Jesus. count us in.
3: Uh, three, two, one, go.
1: Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors shoot, shoot. Go. Oh, we did it. Ready again? Okay. Rock, rock, paper, rock, paper scissors, what?
2: shoot. Go. Oh Jesus. Jesus. Ready. This is so bad. Okay. Rock, just one, two. Rock, paper, it was scissors, scissors. Go. go. Stop it! Irene, stop oh gosh, taking what I'm Irene. doing. God, hey, I'm gonna go God. do some errands while you Rah- he finish. Hey scissors, shoot. All
1: there right, you she beat me again. Always. I'm convinced that Katrina cheats. So we need to like do this ahead of time. Obviously
2: I cheat. <laughs> Obviously. You just watch that Papa, happen.
1: Pop, it's you and me. Are you going to accept a tooth or a dare, or will you dish out a tooth or a dare?
3: I'm gonna have you dish out a truth
1: oh <gasps> are you sure it's like pg-13 stuff i mean no, i dish well, out fine.
3: it's a it's gonna be a debbie downer one and i'm gonna tell you my version of it first no you about it's it. not
1: gonna be a debbie downer it'll be it'll be a cool one all right
3: so my well I w- i'm gonna ask you a question um
1: wait are you are you truth or daring me or am i yes. truth or daring you, you. you're He's, truth or daring I'm doing you? you dishing okay He's oh, dishing. okay are you are you buckle doing up i
2: let's go truth up. You.
1: okay here we well, go. All right, truth me, baby. Truth so, me, baby.
3: And I'm going to ask a question, then I'm going to give my, my answer, and then I'll let you give yours. Okay. Holy you moly, ever...
2: what's happening here? This is intense. I'm like nervous. Can we get some intense music, sweating, please, behind this? Sweating. Oh. I've got this? I've got the boob sweat. Oh, no. Oh, it's cute. Yeah, it's too. a good look
1: for you. <laughs> here. Me like, <laughs> Lou, open a so window. Have
3: you, have you ever? Have I ever? And you probably did. Said something Uh-oh. to somebody that you regretted but to this day you never you you look back at it and it still hurts you and changes the way you became as a person oh my god so so here's how are you looking in here's here's my here's my story so when i was in elementary school so not even sixth grade fifth fifth grade maybe we were in our little school and we had all our buddies and there's this one guy he was a little bit nerdy his uh jeff was his name and uh yeah, we were all picking on him no
0: uh,
1: oh, Jeff and I'm
3: not a picking on it type of guy, and then later, you know, when I was by him and I said, yeah, oh, man, I'm sorry, I was in there picking on you, but I don't remember my exact words, but I said, but I was with the group type of thing, and I went with the group, and I always have remembered that, and it it really changed how i would ever I would never do it again, you know,
0: no, oh.
3: so so there's my, there's my. That's
1: you know, Jeff, story. if you're listening to this, Jeff. Jeff, if you listen to this, Papa <laughs> yeah. Hoos is very sorry for, for picking on you in the sixth so, grade.
3: It was something that I can still see in, in elementary school that really changes how I dealt with people from from that point on. Wow.
1: So that's, that's just yeah. not a,
3: that. And I can remember it. I remember his face. I remember everything, just like it was. I mean, I can't remember what have I did for have, dinner last night. Do you know
1: night. who he is? Have you ever tried to find him?
3: Um, God, I, I couldn't remember his last name. I just remember it, it was.
1: I'm G-E. sure you could find someone else that you knew yeah. in school. Yeah. That, yeah.
3: yeah. No, he Get a yearbook. But <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> I don't think but they anyway, had paper it, it just, back then, it, Petrina. It just, it just affected me.
3: It just affected me kind of profoundly because I look back yes. and I, you know, I still remember it. And I said, God, I felt awful and i just wow. I, I never wanted to have that awful feeling in me again on wow. how i treated oh. another human being so I've, I've tried i'm sure i've hurt people's feelings but
1: oh you know. no wow i don't think you're capable of hurting anyone's I was feelings gonna say, right now i feel like yeah. you're such a good human being like how oh, is wow. it i don't think i don't think you have a speck of hate within you
3: yeah. um uh, we will see
1: We'll see, he says. Stay tuned. <laughs> we'll see.
2: We'll see once Continue this episode watching airs. Teen Mom Two, dun dun, dun 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 on MTV. Irene, so, your turn. I want to hear this. Unpack. You don't it, have sister. to tell me what well, it is. I have is. to answer. Well, you don't I have, have to tell answer me this. this?
3: But, but do you have something where you look back and said I treated somebody poorly and I regret it and it changed how I treat people in the rest of my life? Something that sticks out. Um.
1: So uh, interestingly enough, I was the person that people made fun of in school. I was um, abnormally tall for my age, and I was the tallest kid from grade three until like high school. I remember always standing in the back with the boys. I never got to sit in the front seats the with the chick. girls that wore the the yeah. I never got to sit in the front chairs with the girls with the pretty dresses. I was always next to James Chu, the tall Asian dude, oh, no. and they were like always these like these dudes <laughs> that were around me. So I. I was the one that got made fun of. They My middle name is Michelle. So my parents would move to Canada. I moved here and I didn't speak any English. So my parents tried to make me seem less of an immigrant and they called me Michelle instead of Irina Mihailayanku, which is my name. So they would call me Michelle. They'd make fun of me. I had a big nose. I mean, I still have a little bit of a big nose, but at least I've grown into it. So it was it was quite the opposite. It was the things that I never said to people that I regret. It's the... The conversations that I've had with myself that I wish I would have shared out loud, but I was always this like quiet child until high school when I I looked cuter, like I grew into my height and I grew into my butt and I grew into my legs and I grew into my boobs and I finally looked like the person that I should or I thought that I should look like. Um, So it was the silence that I think about. And I think about those moments where kids would make fun of me. And I think about this time when this little boy pushed me off of this thing because he called me a boy because I had like a little short bob haircut. and My mom used to cut my own hair because we couldn't afford to go to the fancy hairdresser. And like the scars up and down my arms from bleeding when this kid pushed me off this concrete cement thing. It's, and it's that I never told on him and that I always made it acceptable for girls to be picked on because we looked different. And Mm -hmm. I guess maybe in the early nineties, late eighties, like that, that was okay. Like boys were boys and boys will be boys. And that was always allowed. Mm -hmm. So it's those Mm -hmm. moments where I didn't stand up for myself that I think of. Sure. And and interestingly enough, one of the guys that used to make fun of me in elementary school, I saw oh, him Jeff. at a mall like oh. a few <laughs> years ago. No, his name was his name was Nick. And and he used to make fun of me the most. And I thought that he was just a jerk. And finally, I taught it. I teach at a dental hygiene school. His cousin was a student of mine. And I recognize <sighs> recognized the last name and it was kind of a yes. unique last name. And I remembered and I asked her, do you know you anyone named him down. Nick? Did you no, like pretty woman no. him? Like big I did. Mistake. I totally did. did. Yeah. Huge. So, so <laughs> I asked his cousin, um, do you know someone named by the Nick-, Nick and same last name? And she's like, yeah, that's my first cousin. And I said, tell him that you are taught by Michelle Yanku.' So it was this like four week kind of conversation back and forth and uh, he finally fa- found me on social media and sent me a DM. And normally, when like a stranger sends a DM, unless it's something nice, I don't, I don't normally respond to like weird stuff. But he was like, "Wow, you've changed." I said, "I've yeah, I've finally changed into the person that you now think that you shouldn't have made fun of." So those are the conversations mm-hmm. that I go. think because unfortunately, I was I was the ugly duckling. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's the story. Anyways, that's my truth. There you that go. i've never shared out loud before there you that's go that's amazing glad thank I you could, for it glad i could yank that. that out of you that's good <laughs> i wasn't always cool
2: <laughs> wasn't still, always i'm a cool still cool hoping kid. does that mean you're cool now yeah are we saying she you're cool now
3: she proclaimed herself cool
2: <laughs> she
0: yes
1: uh, so, oh, self- I mean. self-proclaimed cool oh lord all right <laughs> thank you Thank we you so you. much
2: for spending Thank your you so time much. with us. This was amazing. Yeah, it was fun. Appreciate it was it was fun. It was Good.
1: fun. Let's, we should do it Round, again. We'll we'll do a part two next year. How about that? How yeah, about so that? VOD, how about that?
2: I'm how about that? And I'm coming to um, Horizons Implant. Horizon coming for you. Pathways. Implant, implant pathways. pathways. Implant Pathway Horizons. Pl- pathways. She's making up new names for the clinic. She's. Um, I'm coming. She's coming for you. <laughs> i can't place an implant i don't know how to do it but i will be there for moral support there you go i mean she's she she can do it she can build
1: a house she can do it yeah
3: they're not that hard
1: i can anesthetize it's patients like, for you it's like putting it's like putting a screw into wall, right yeah it's,
3: it's
0: like kind of the same screw you need a little
1: pile you need a little pilot hole and then you just go for it is that what it is okay that's, that's it. What I'm do. all right okay everyone thanks so much for tuning in again papa husk we love you thank you so much hey, for sharing your love with fun. everyone and until next time, peace out, peeps. Cheers. Alright, peeps. We're back. Oh. We're on the on the flippity flip side. We're on the other <laughs> side
2: of the flip-flop. On the other side of the flip-flop. was he amazing? Did you love Papa Hoosk? Wasn't he adorable? I wanna just like curl up in his arms
1: and have him read I me know. a bedtime story. Like I, I feel know. like that's what I want. Seriously. And I, I we were alluding to our text messages. Can we we say how how cool we are that we get text messages from We know, yeah,
2: from Papa Hoosk. I know, yeah, he, like, legit messaged me. So Um, do you want to read this? Do you want to read this, Irene?
1: um, You read it because mine's, like, somewhere Exclusive.
2: Are you ready? This is from The Ashley. But this was sent by, this was sent on good authority from Papa Hoosk. So this isn't a made-up thing. Okay. Exclusive. Are you ready? Chelsea yeah. Huska is leaving Teen Mom 2 after 10 seasons get the details it's the end of an era for Chelsea Huska. the Ashley can exclusively confirm that Chelsea isn't leaving Teen Mom 2 with a season 10A reunion being her final episode according to one of the Ashley sources Chelsea told the show's producers earlier this month that she was done with the show but the majority of the people who work on the show as well as the other four Teen Mom 2 stars found out on Thursday Day while filming the season 10A reunion virtually. So... The girls... I want to see if there's anything... I mean, basically, Chelsea made her announcement to the girls, I guess. Told well, everyone nice. it's... Best for her family if they move on from the show. It was a hard decision, but she feels like a big weight has been lifted from her shoulders. And it's kind of the trajectory and the path that she's wanting to go on now. Um, At this time, they have not called in a replacement for Ashley, uh, or I'm sorry, for Chelsea. Um, and, um, she's uh, launching her brand, Aubrey says in the near future, um, that and will be keeping what, her busy. And that's what Papa
1: Husk was alluding to
2: And there's the actually episode. like, look okay, at this, do is you him. see the gif? Do you yeah, love his GIF? I'm obsessed.
1: He's, he's got his own GIF. We need to post that. Yeah, he kind of alluded Irene, to that. And Irene, he, we have
2: to Photoshop you as the blonde girl sitting in front of him and Photoshop my face as the dude next to him. Can we do that?
1: <laughs> I can do that. So that
2: we're in it with that, him.
1: No problem. Yeah, he he alluded to some of these things in um the episode. So we, got, we had a little inside yeah. scoop. If only we were a little bit more... Um, observant in the things that he was saying but anywho it was a great episode and i wish yeah. him and chelsea and their whole family yeah. all the best for sure mm-hmm. yeah and i can't Seriously. wait to see him again unfortunately voices of dentistry was canceled so we that won't makes see me him so there sad. but i know soon soon time soon,
2: soon, soon we time. will do Soon yes. we will do
1: all right peeps we've kept you up um for enough time this evening this afternoon, this morning, this car ride, wherever you're listening. Where are you listening? I mean, really. I want to know. Where do people I wanna listen know. to know. There are so many of you, like tens of thousands of people. I want to know uh, who you yeah, are. Yeah, there are. Yeah, I want to you know. you send us an email? At least just tell us who you are so or that we know who you are. Or post
2: a photo of you on your story of you listening to us and tag us in it so that we know wh- where you're. Yeah. Because I want to know. I want to see Don't your you face. Don't you want to know?
1: We look at our statistics and we I see all of these downloads know. and we want to know, I want to know do. if he really he loves really me. me. <laughs> oh. do 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 do. All right, peeps, that's about going to do it for this evening. Thank you to our peeps at Desplais Serona for forever changing my world and my life and my practice with um, my profi jet and to Papa Hoosk for being, you know, mm-hmm. just Papa Hoosk. So yeah. that's it until next time. Peace out, peeps.
2: Cheers. I did it. <laughs> I,
0: I did it, Irene.
1: Jeez, low Holy I need to seriously.
2: I am, I am not the best version of myself today.
1: Why not? I'm going to go
2: find a, I don't know, I'm going to go find a wine bar somewhere and take my laptop and... It's CXOCX. Peace out, peeps. We'll catch you on the flippity-flip of the other episode on the, the other fl- time own the flippity flip. all right did we do it irene oh oh peace peace out cheers cheers damn it (laughs) damn it no (laughs) i missed it i don't know why it's my own stupid ass tagline ginger good god all right here we we go shit together do Do it again. again okay on the flippity flip
1: How is it that you can never say that without laughing?
2: <laughs> because it's funny. Flippity flip. Why is your
1: why why is your upper lip stuck in like your vest? Because
2: that that's how you gotta say it. You gotta go like flippity flip. Uh, you gotta you gotta retrude your mandible. <laughs> like this.
1: Here you are. Oh, the flippity flip. It looks like it, somehow when you say that it also looks like you were you're, you're, you're you are physically somehow f- expanding your own maxillary suture.
2: Uh maybe that's maybe that's what I'm doing every day I'm just trying to get I'm just trying to be a better <laughs> version of myself Irene every day just dang it Ginger <laughs> getting your shit together it's just, it's just one God. For
1: you. Ugh. <laughs> like a muller
2: holy right. Are we back Mueller. From the flip? oh, we're back from the f- and we're back from the flippity flip no I'll let you do it I don't <laughs> know why I, tr- I tried I'll let you do it you do it go